it's, yeah, it's just too different. Like, sometimes I look at it like, I wish I could do that, too, where I could just kind of move around a little bit. But I don't know. I guess I'm just so stuck on, like, stability of, like, knowing that the health, knowing that I'm in the health industry and I know that, you know. It's a personality thing, too. Man. Yeah. It's a safer. Yeah, yeah. You're more. Safer. Um, I'm more. Yeah. I like the, I like like the you, mood. You're able to, like, mingle with other people, talk to other people. Like, yeah, whereas with me, I'm, like, kind of. In my introverted zone or whatever. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I met some real introverts, man. You ain't nothing like them. Like you can I hold, like, I feel like you I, can hold your own. Yeah. If somebody like outspoken comes and talks to you, you, you can carry on the conversation. That's the best part about it. So I just start recording so we can test, test. Oh, okay. All right, test, test, test. Oh, I thought you uh, tested it when we was having that conversation just now. I didn't that see yours. I didn't see yours. Um, what about right now? I mean, is this a good level right here? Oh, you're going to have to ring it more towards me? Yeah, because I'm a little bit louder. Like, yeah. gosh, dog, dude. How is your voice like? I, it's so a higher pitch, so I think it just I think it just cuts it cuts quicker. Where yours is kind of lower. I don't know, that Shamar Moore thing that you try to do. That, that <laughs> might be it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Whatever See, that would be. Uh, <laughs> All right. But it's funny, though, man. When I start to, like, extend my voice, man, my voice starts to get raspy. You got you got water, water, bottle of water. Water. <laughs> I get you some water all now. Some high quality H two O damn Or would you like some Minute Maid? We got we got some nice uh zero percent sugar Minute Maid. 110 calories. Alright, you guys start the thing off. Alright, so let me get out of here so I can get to Oh, do you wanna listen to that? No, we're good, man. You know how we well, we just roll now, cuz. You know that man. I have my notes here. Just want to make sure I'm very studious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. The Ox in the Open. The Ox in the Open is a show that explores friendship, explores the friendship power, conversation. through the power of conversation. The Ox in the Open. The Ox in the Open is a show entertainment that explores friendship through the power of conversation and life and life. We will cover it. We will cover entertainment. Technology, technology, and life, and life. It is the ox. What, are you recording already? Yeah. Oh. It's the ox on your booger box. And it's the opus with... The focus. With the focus. <laughs> uh, with <laughs> focus, man. All right, so what is we going to talk about today? Hold on, let's, let's, let's just start it off. Like, how's your weekend so far? This is Sunday. Um, I'm glad you did that. Day? Uh, July 20, 25th? 26th. Uh, so it's Sunday, man. Yeah. The did you Lord, go to church today? The Lord's Day. Did you go to church? No, I did not. Wow. I know. Well, so I'm I'm starting to get to the phase where 
So you know, Sabbath isn't is really on a Saturday. So I'm trying to get to where I go to church and I celebrate Sabbath and take my rest on Saturday. But I have to work every Saturday. So where did you get that from? That it's, information. It's all in the Bible. We'll have to talk, man. I I'll forward you some stuff, but. I mean, look at your calendar. First day of the week is what? It's supposed to be Sunday. Yeah. But in the Bible, it says the set, even throughout the course of the Bible, and where you take it literally or allegorically, he rested on the seventh. I see what you're saying. And So I'll, being that the, the, the week starts off on a Sunday, supposedly you rest on the seventh day, which would actually be, yeah, Saturday. Saturday. So then the question... Interesting, interesting. The question... Uh, begs to be asked is why. So so, but but but, do maybe what other. Was that noise? Was that your stomach? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But, but but like other people, probably look at you know starting their week off would be on a Monday, and then maybe that's why they rest on a Sunday. Yeah, I think like society has changed that that first day of the week based off the work day, which is so you think Monday. it's a society a, a secular thing where I think so. I think you know, it goes a little bit off on deeper. A Monday and then rest it on a Sunday. I think that's part of it. And is they consider that, Sunday. The, yeah, it the just resting. works out that way because we work on Monday. Yeah. But I mean, if we stick to the scripture, that's punishable by death, man. Amongst other things, I'm not saying that, but you got to start somewhere. Is this something that y'all talked about in your Bible study the other night? We talked about uh, idolatry. Oh what? Idolatry. Idolatry. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Idolatry, like. like Idol worship. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, not Dollar Tree. <laughs> is that what you were thinking? Is that what you were thinking? Hold on. Were you thinking about the I dollar? mean, at first, I was like, hold on, it can't be uh, talking about a Dollar Tree. <laughs> but then I was trying to be funny, too, trying to act like it was, like I thought that it was a Dollar Tree. Mm. But, so you said Idol? Tr- tr- idol worship. Idol worship. Idolatry. Idolatry. Yeah. Mm, I might have to look into look that. Look that up, man. Yeah. We're going to talk. We might need to do our own Bible study, man. I'm like, yeah. remember, didn't we do that before with, uh... Shout out to Robert O. Rob O. Nah, I think we was going to try to, but I don't think it never came into fruition. Shoot. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> hanging around with you a lot more. But that's good. So, no, it's Sunday, man. We, we're just hanging out. We're going to go looking at some houses later on. Yeah, I mean, usually, uh, oh, okay. It's about that time. Another year. Nice. Another year or two, I think. It'll be time to... I want to, and I want, you want to move into like a, a I house, house with a... I want detached. Detached house with, yeah. a, with a backyard. Which kind of falls into... Oh, nice transition. Yes, 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 yes. So we're talking about that 984? 984? For, 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 for them newcomers? 919? <laughs> well, what what other... Okay, let, let's do that real quick. What are the new zip codes around there? I mean, the only one that I know is 984. As far as the new zip codes nah, there's something. Here. I think... Um, Hold on, here we go. I'm, I'm finna pull it up, cut. But you know me, I'm, I, I, I'm the original. I, I, I'm, I'm the 919. There you go. Old school, man. Oh, here we go. Look at this. 919. 984. 984. 919. Well, that's it, dude. For for Raleigh. Yeah, yeah. As far as for Raleigh. I thought there was more. But Chapel Hill and all that, too? Yeah, Chapel Hill. Okay. Yeah, like I said, um, yeah, the facility I work for, they, um, their that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy how we got up to that point where there's no more 919. 
now we gotta switch it over to the to the nine eight four. Well, and I think um, I want to start hearing rappers saying like doing it for the nine eight four. Give another ten years, they'll start because they won't know they won't know that it hasn't been around yeah, but for yeah. so long. Well, I've seen I'm seeing that now on just on Facebook and everywhere. Like uh, yeah, that nine eight four, and I was like, what the hell? I tell you, I, and I, I thought that was South Carolina for some reason, and yeah, then yeah. I looked, I was like, no, that's that's us. What yeah, in the world? Yeah. So. Like, how, how long ago did they start the 984? I think it had it been, like, maybe a couple of years, maybe? Like, five years ago, I think. That they started the 984? Um, I think. I'm not... I just remember, it's probably been around, like, two years longer than we know, because they probably put it out, and a few people had it, and the next thing you know, it just... Yeah. It just... Yeah. Absolutely took over, so... Has there been, like, a successful, like, rapper in the mainstream that would claim... 919, like actually say the 919, because you know, like in New York, Brooklyn, 718. Is that what the zip code is? Yeah. Um. I mean, I have Peter really... Pablo. Yeah, but did he actually say 919 in any of his, his yeah. music? Yeah. Oh yeah, he said it a few times. Okay. But I don't know that he's he's originally from Eastern North Carolina though. From Greenville. Yeah. All right. Somewhere around there. So. Um. And there's probably more. Well, little brother. True. But even then, so I watched the interview. It doesn't matter. Even then, like none of them are really from Raleigh. Like Ooh. one is from like Winston Salem. Yeah. Uh, Fonte's really from. He's from Greensboro, but I think he's really from Red Springs originally. Uh huh. And then I guess he, I, I reckon he grew up in Greensboro. Yeah. Though. What about Pooh? He's from Virginia. Is he? Yeah. So what did he like? moved down here when he went to school college to yeah. college and then the, yeah that was that interview they were like um he was on the breakfast club and they sort of i ain't gonna say called him out they just said well you're really from virginia yeah. right so they asked him all these questions about north carolina yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh charlemagne was just like well you're really from virginia aren't you or somebody said you're really from virginia he's like y'all did y'all did y'all's homework and then he was talking about how he never even knew where raleigh durham was he's like what is it who from Fonte? The, no oh uh, poop yeah Okay. From up in Virginia, and I think he's from Upper Virginia. Uh -huh. And then uh, I reckon he came down for college or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's how they met, didn't they? Yeah. Like in a college. At, I kind of knew. It, was it like at State? Central. I think it was at Central. But I think Ninth Wonder. He, mm -hmm. I think he was at State. I think Ninth Wonder was at State, and then transferred to Central. Oh, okay. But um, even when you hear them do the interviews, not so much rapping. To me, I just heard, I didn't think Pooh was from around there yeah. I couldn't tell you where he was from he, he just didn't there was something yeah. that I wasn't hearing or was hearing but anyway so speak, speaking speaking on that mm -hmm. as far as how you know going from the 919 to the 984 and how you know there's just a lot more people that's moving into this area it's just growing like like crazy and you know a lot of, a lot of people down here in the south you know I feel like, you know, they might be feeling a certain way from the <laughs> northerners, you know, moving down here, just taking up all the space and not respecting, you know, the soil. So you're saying, <laughs> now this is coming out of your mouth. You ain't heard me say nothing. So, no, you, you, you've made remarks before, yeah, especially, yeah. especially like. Has your mom, has your mother ever said anything? About what? Just people moving down. No, not really. So it don't bother her. Or if it no, does, it doesn't so. bother her that much. Yeah. Have you heard anybody say anything? Not that you even know nah, people I mean, that the are only really part, The from... reason why I'm bringing this up is because of the whole thing with uh, T.I. And, and 50 Cent. 
Yeah, what's going on with that? Like he he. No, nah, I mean it was just like get, called out Atlanta. Well, I guess um, yeah, he called out Atlanta. I mean, I didn't hear the whole interview. I mean, I was just hearing like bits and pieces from other people, but I guess Ti felt disrespected, like a way like you know New York is always, mm. you know, pooping on uh, on Atlanta or southern <laughs> southern artists, um, and you know Ti wasn't having it. But I don't know. It just kind of reminded me of how. Uh, Maybe you kind of felt that way, you know, as far as like northerners living down, like moving down here and just kind of like, I don't know. A little bit. Not because, well, okay, you can look at it a couple different ways. A lot of those, a lot of the, the African-American northerners, their family's from here. Their mother yeah. or their grandparents are from North and South Carolina. Like I think 50s even has like family down in the South. Yeah, it's guaranteed half the time. And, and what's crazy about it, half the time, one parent will be from South Carolina, the other parent will be from North Carolina. I've, there's so many people um, that I've met that it just worked out that way. And then I started doing research when when I was in college about, about this. Because I took, you know, my major was North Carolina history at first. But yeah. then I changed. Anyway, um, the thing, the difference between like a Georgia and a North Carolina is that. People from North Carolina will be more accepting of people coming in in New York or from wherever, wherever you come from, Connecticut, California. And not only that, they will appease those people. You know what I mean? They will they will placate. They will be subservient to, to that culture almost. To the so, Northerners. Yeah, to anybody coming in. Yeah. And then people here will just be like, well, we need to act more like them. Or, you know, we need to have these restaurants. That's how I feel. And I've always felt that way. Whereas, So, so you feeling like? The South, like North Carolina, or whatever, is kind of losing that Southern. It's lost it. It's lost it, especially in Raleigh and these places. And, um, and you know, part of it, they just gave it away. Is how I feel. Like, come on in. We don't care about our history. We want y'all here. We want the money. We want the business. We want to be recognized. Whereas Atlanta and Georgia, they don't put up with that. They're not gonna stand for you coming. As you can see, yeah. I've always felt that way. So Ti is speaking up. Nobody here will, will truly speak up on. If anything, they'll say, well, we want to be more like New York in certain instances, especially freaking backpacker. It's, like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just music, man. It doesn't matter what kind of music yeah. you do. It really don't. But I just feel nah, like... I, I know there's probably backpackers down in Atlanta as well. Yeah, but they don't sell themselves out. They don't try to say, well, we're East Coast. We're not the South. Yeah. You know, they're going to say... We're so, dude. There's a what Spillage Village. Well, they're they're uh, I can't remember their new name. They go by something different now, and you know the, the group kind of changed. But all them that with, with Dreamville that are what's what's the name Earth Gang. Oh, Earth Gang, yeah. Those guys are dope as hell, man. Those guys, Outcast. Well, Earth Gang is like almost the the new yeah, Outcast. Yeah, they're freaking, they're a breath of fresh air, man. Yeah, I yeah. really love them. But yeah, I think I even seen the video where Andre was talking about like they wanted to be like the new Tribe Called Quest for the South. And oh, that, uh, outcast. Yeah, and then that sound kind of, you know, it was it was a different. So that's kind of like saying, um, trying to be like a northern, but I guess maybe that's all it, that was out back then, though. Yeah. So you don't have no other. What true southern like hip hoppers were out back then besides like Ghetto Boys? Yeah, you know, Raheem the Dream. He would do like. What? You probably don't know who he is until you hear him. Oh, okay. At the A-T-L-A-N-T-H, don't get on, hey, just 2-G-A. He was on the, 
be a lot of that party music mm -hmm. he would do the rapping on. Uh -huh. And he probably got a more extensive history that the people down there would yeah. know a lot more about. But um, well, before then, it was two live crew. <laughs> two live crew, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was a lot of booty shaking music, so. Um, gosh, it was so many. We, we need to do an episode just on, like, the throwback, whether it's party music, bass music, whatever it is, they still deserve credit for DJ Magic Mike. That wasn't necessarily hip hop. It's like that bass music. Yeah, man. I, mean, I used to scratching. remember back in the day when I used to come down and visit, and um, my friend across the street, his uncle, his uh, cousin, had like a Mustang, mm -hmm. you know, like Must Mustangs back in the I don't think it was like a 5.0, it was like the other version. 2.7. I don't know what that means. Anyway. Anyways, he had, like, he had a, he, and you know, it was, it was big having like you know that that thump in your trunk. That's what. And um, man, I used to remember like just riding around. We go to the skating rink. Yeah. And he would Soul play. Night. He would play Utah that, Village. What up, baby? What up, baby? He would play. <laughs> he would play that DJ Mike Magic Mike. Mm -hmm. Man, that thing would like rattle like crazy. <laughs> Yeah. And then we'll also play like the Dr. Dre yeah. music too. Like, man. Just a lot of bass heavy stuff yeah. to ride around in. And then, like, you know, it's crazy. Then you start hearing, like, I don't know, like 15 years later, they're talking about like car culture and, yeah, we like to ride, you know, ride slow, just hanging out, playing yeah. our music. And I was like, that's exactly what it was back then. Yeah. That's exactly what. But, anyways, but, um, so, we need to talk about that. Like, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, getting back, uh, to the northerners and coming down here to the south um so yeah you just feel a certain way because of the fact that the southerners the original people here in north carolina are kind of you know gravitating or just accepting too much it's a little bit from, of everything like i don't really care but then my run-ins with people i ran into a woman she was she was definitely from up north you can hear it but she said uh this is the new new york now she said Oh. She just, yeah, she was like, this is a new New York. We all live down here. We're taking over. This is Damn. ours. She said that. And then I was working in the pharmacy, and, and like four of us were from North Carolina. And one girl, she's like, what did she say? And she, I was like, well, she said this is the new New York. And, you know, she had mentioned Fuquay and all this stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. that, you know, like they are, she made it seem like they were civilizing us. That, yeah, like North Carolina's coming up to speed and, you know, 10 years ago that was a conversation that we're modernizing North Carolina. Like, yeah. we didn't need you to begin with. And like I said, a lot of the, the African-American community came from here the during the Great Migration. So, you know, North and South Carolina went north. That's why you got these people in Baltimore and D.C. If you look at it, especially people from D.C., their accent ain't quite northern. It's got a little twang in it that uh -huh. came from that migration when they went up there and they ended up in uh, D.C. and Baltimore. Same thing with like uh, Detroit and Chicago. A lot of those people are from Alabama and Mississippi. So probably the same thing. You probably talk to a lot of people from Chicago. Half of the families from Mississippi and Alabama in Tennessee, Arkansas, mm -hmm. maybe. So just just look at the map and you go north from wherever the southern states are and you that's where the correlation is. Huh. And I guess, you know, having kids and the generation afterwards yeah. i guess it's kind of keeping the same dialect or the same keeps it alive um, yeah so mr david we called him about the soul train about yeah, the booty yeah, soul trying, train trying, trying to, to get him to say to, booty trying or to, something trying to duck and hide <laughs> from the questions <laughs> shout out to child dog today man <laughs> so he's from connecticut but his mom and his dad are from north carolina he said when he moved he said you won't believe me until you see it he said 
there are parts of where he's from that, in Connecticut. Yeah, that the, the all the older people are from North and South Carolina. He said when you hear them talk, you couldn't tell any different. And he he put his dad on the phone and. I heard the dad talk, and it reminded me of my dad a little bit. He's like, yeah, boy, you're going to have to go down now, and you're going to have to get that deal done now. No, I don't want you doing no mess like that. I was like, is he down here still? Because he sure no sound like he's yeah, like, yeah. no, nah, he's been in Connecticut for the last however many well, years. Well, it's probably because he didn't, like, whatchamacallit, um, like, intertwine with the northern people to kind of, like, change mm-hmm. his, the way he talks. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. because what? You said that there was like a section that's what, of those people that came from South Carolina, North Carolina. That's what he said. And so it's like, you know, if you're just hanging around with those type of people, then of course, you, you know, retain that, that. Yeah, you, you retain, retain that. Yeah. Um, because definitely if you start, you know, going amongst other people that have a different sound, you know, the way they talk or whatever, then you're definitely going to pick up some of that. Yeah. You lose some and you pick up some, I think. I mean, it's like with me. I don't know if you could tell me. I guess you know a lot of people tell me that I still sound like I'm from, from the north or whatever. Yes. But yeah. but then it's like you know when I go back up to New York, you know people like my cousin. He you know he acts like I, I sound southern. Mm. So or maybe he might just be messing certain, with me. I don't certain know. words. Well, certain words like y'all. Um, I know. I, and dang, he dang. say dang a lot, and I'm like yeah, he yeah. Just, just got. To but him. I mean, did I really like pick that up down here in the south, or is that something that I just? picked up maybe on like tv or like in a movie or something maybe a, a combination or maybe i might have picked it up from my mother as far as yeah as far as the lie. y'all part no that shocked me though because i didn't know what to expect before i met your mother and then that day i met her i heard her talk i was like yeah she's definitely <laughs> like there's she's got a touch of whatever that is yeah, wherever yeah. you she's that, from that winston right yeah, yeah so um but yeah, I think we need to talk about the Great Migration on another episode. But basically, all the African Americans left yeah. these states to get away, obviously, and they rooted up north, and now everybody's coming back, man. Yeah. And then, and thus I. What do you think it is? Like, why do you think? I mean, I know it's a lot of retired people um, that's moving down here, and you know, like in, in the city, a lot of times, a lot of people are able to retire like within 20 years, mm-hmm. especially when they have like a city job. So a lot of times they end up moving to, you know, especially like Florida. And, um, but it seems like a lot, but it seems like now people are starting, starting to go up more like Georgia, South Carolina, now North Carolina. I feel like North Carolina is like one of the, it's one of the one. bigger states that like where a lot of people want to move to. Yeah, I think it's number one, they say that. Because it's like you're kind of like in the middle. You know, you're not going to be up in the north where it's going to be too cold. Yeah. And you're not going to be down in Florida where it's going right. to be too hot. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, that's what I kind of really enjoy about North Carolina. Like, the, the weather. It's like, I mean, even though it's like humidity, mm-hmm. like crazy a lot of times. Yeah. But it's still like, it just doesn't get too hot or too cold. Yeah. And, and you know. I so, think, really, I think to get ideal, like, if you want perfect, like. Your four seasons perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I think Northern Virginia. I think it, it probably gets a little bit cooler there, but I feel like here, dude, it'll it'll snow like a day. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then sometimes in February there might be a, a day where it's like right. seventy degrees. Right. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like I think you gotta go a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that you don't have to deal with the with the snowstorms like you would get in, in, yeah, in the north. That's you know? right. But I, I think you're right. Like between New York and Florida, we're right in the middle. You know what they call two. it though. You know, right? <laughs> that middle oh east. Oh my god, man! <laughs> I'm going choke. <laughs> but I, um, I think that's what it is. I I just think that Florida's already it's saturated with so many transplants. They've taken over Florida for the yeah. most part. And then, um, so you got Georgia, which already has a lot of transplants. So there's no, Virginia's always kind of been like that, right? To me, Virginia's always kind of had a lot of people from, yeah. from New York to the point where I always felt like people from Virginia just, they did their best to sort of separate themselves from, especially like North Carolina and like, no, nah, we're not, we're not the South. The people I met. So if you're from Virginia, you say you're from the South. Don't get mad at me. I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about the people I've Yeah, I've that's dealt that's, with. A, that's a a funny subject. Like I always thought, like maybe Virginia wasn't too much in the South. Like I always kind of thought, like could it be considered like in the North? It's like a uh, Mid Atlantic. I don't know. I think Southern or Virginia. Middle East. I think Southern Virginia on down is like the cutoff point. Because then you got you go from the. the you know, so they call those states the anchor states. North Carolina, the Carolinas, Georgia, those are the southern anchor states. Cause, like, like, those are definitely, like, states that are in the south. Yeah, but that's where the south pretty much started. Yeah. Even Virginia. Virginia and the Carolinas and Georgia with the 13 colonies. And then everything moved west. So you go west. To me, I don't count Virginia. I, I'll count southern Virginia and west. I count Kentucky. So Kentucky's considered south? To me. Okay. It's one of those things half yeah, the yeah, people yeah. will consider the other people won't. But if you, to me, it's really like from North Carolina west, then it's Tennessee, Arkansas, and then down. I don't know what's down. Texas. <laughs> Texas. Eastern Texas. What about yeah. Arizona? Like, no, that ain't. Yeah. Hell no. Oklahoma. I say yes to Oklahoma. Some people say yes and no. That's another one. But definitely Arkansas, Louisiana, definitely Louisiana, of course, Alabama, yeah. Mississippi. So you got, here you go. Here's one way to do it. If your state touches at least one deep southern state. Well, what's the uh, the Mason-Dixon line like? Isn't that like Maryland? whatever states? Yeah, that's old. Though. I, don't, I don't think that's applicable anymore. <clears throat> if your state, if the state you're from touches a deep south, the deep south, a deep southern state, you are the South. So Texas, right next to it is what? Oh, New Mexico, L- I think. Louisiana on the right. Well, I'm saying on the left. Oh yeah. Oh, you so, still not gonna count? So was whatever's left of Texas? Yeah, you do. Some people don't. Everybody's different. But my, I'm saying my definition would be like Eastern Texas, Dallas, Houston, and all that. That's the South. That's deep South to me. And they touch. Uh, Louisiana. Are you looking at the <laughs> joke? Well, no, I'm just it. looking up uh, like the map of the United States. So yeah, right next to Texas is New Mexico, but I don't know if they really consider that like as. I mean, it's a southern state, like literally, it's but a different as type far as like southwest. a southern pride, like right. You know. So I can tell same you. Same thing with Arizona. Right. Like, that don't count. Tennessee counts. Arkansas counts. Kentucky counts. Uh, obviously, Alabama, Mississippi, dude. Mississippi. Okay, yeah. so pull up the map on your what phone. What about Missouri? Pull up the map on your phone. See, that's the, the way they the way they do these maps is, is sort of inaccurate too, because you see how it bends a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do the one on your phone where like you're like you're getting direction. What do you put in? You just leave it. 
and then, and then bring it out. Uh huh. Yeah, but it's not gonna show you like all the. Okay, yeah. yes it does. So I'm gonna have to sit next to you so we can look at the map together. But so you look at this map. Look how far the southern states really are hold compared. Hold on, let me let me put on my mask. <laughs> I get tested every two weeks, man. I'm good. I'm clear. Did you get man, tested? You sound like you get tested for STD every time. The way you said that. <laughs> So, like, you can look. The the most northern state is Maine. So look how far you can even get to before you even get to yeah to North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, to even North Carolina. But you know what's funny though? But I think like sometimes a lot of people like to start the north off by New York. New York. Yeah, yeah they're just doing so. It. Like New York between New York and, and Florida, Florida, North is Carolina is in the middle. North Carolina, Virginia. Yeah, but between so the same thing can be said between New Orleans and Chicago, Tennessee is in the middle. Or between Detroit and, and New Orleans. So that's just, it just depends on where you're from and how you want to look at it. But if you just look, North Carolina goes as deep as. So this is how deep North Carolina goes, right? That little bit of Wilmington and towards the bottom there. So you go, so that part is kind of lateral right through South Carolina, right through Georgia, right through Alabama, right through Mississippi, right through Arkansas. So North Carolina cuts through. The lowest part of North Carolina goes about where Atlanta is. You see it, right? Laterally. Okay. Then the northern part, the northern part of North Carolina goes obviously no higher than Tennessee and Arkansas. Whereas Virginia, the northern part is pretty much Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. And you're so close to, what were we talking about, man? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, yeah, so that's how I define it. Like, if your state touches a, a deep south state, you're southern. If if your state touches a southern state, you're like But it's got to be state. on the, like, Texas to the to the right. Yes. To the eastern side, yep. not to the left For, side. That's right. Yep, you're absolutely right. So, North Carolina touches South Carolina and Georgia. And then Tennessee and then Virginia. Virginia only touches North Carolina and Kentucky. And North Carolina ain't a deep south state. Kentucky ain't a deep south state. I don't know. Sometimes I don't and be thinking Maryland. like, for some reason, sometimes I don't be thinking like Florida is like a deep south state for some reason. Just because, you know, it just feels like it's so diverse down there. Especially like they get a lot down, of down, you know, the southern part, like yeah. southern Florida, yeah. you know. But I've met people, out of all the people I've met from Florida, it's been just a mixed bag. Some were country, a couple were country, some were not but the furthest thing from being country and some had like a Latin influence like yeah. you hear it when they well, yeah. when they speak so I'm I'm pretty sure like that part of Florida that is where Alabama and Mississippi are the panhandle that kind of goes that way uh -huh. in northern Florida shoot I knew people from uh, Jacksonville they were pretty they were pretty country so I, I think hell Leonard Skinner's from Florida man so oh, they? yeah they got the what were we talking about yeah, I'm trying to um, figure that out too. No, we were just talking about how oh, yeah, you know so, some people might feel a certain way of Northerners just okay. so migrating I, I don't. and just taking over yeah, I was telling the that Southern yeah, ways. I, it's, I don't have a problem with whoever moves here and whoever does what. That's fine. Just, how res can just, just, I just respect. Just respect, respect like, the, the fact South. Because the South got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> and even in that, like, 
man, we got like five episodes from this one episode. Because even in that, there's different parts of the South, man. You know that. Yeah, yeah. And we're all fighting with each other saying, what's the South and what ain't the South? What's the Deep South? What ain't the Deep South? There's parts of North Carolina that'll say. Now, people in the country parts of North Carolina don't even claim Raleigh anymore. They say, no, nah, yeah, that's Yankee. Yeah, yeah. That's Yankee territory. Charlotte's Yankee territory. Yeah, man, I got, I got a co-worker, man. It's like... He's, you know, he's lived in Apex for like the longest. Mm-hmm. So then I told him that I like moved to Apex recently. And you got mad? You got salty? Nah, he wasn't make fun of me because I moved into like one of those name, na- one of those neighborhoods where it has an HOA. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, oh, you don't live in no real neighborhood. You got an <laughs> HOA or whatever. Um, but nah, I mean, I could just tell like he's just one of those old school like Southern type guys, and it's just like anything he hears like or sees that's not like part of that southern heritage or whatever like you know just makes it seem like as though we're not welcomed like to, you know what i'm saying but you already belong here though you're part of that though to me Nah, but i mean it wasn't like directly towards me but i could just tell um for other instances with other people or other but how situations. do you feel though how do you do you feel like you're a transplant or do you feel like you you belong here to f- to be uh to be honest man i feel like now that i've lived here like over 20 years like i feel like i'm a, I'm a north carolinian now i feel like that you know too. what i'm saying i do understand that your ways and my ways are still yeah different i mean i feel like i still got some northern ways that's just who you are though. yeah but um like i even, mean i'm glad that i made the move down here um even though you know growing up in new york you know it's good to be in the city stuff like that but I don't know, I, you know, like I told you before, I think with my personality, where it's just so, like, mm-hmm. kind of laid back, you know, North here. Carolina, yeah, especially, like, not having to deal with the traffic, deal with a lot of people, like, yeah. That's well, now what, it's, it's different. Well, though. now, yeah, it's starting, but that's why, you know, I don't know, you try to move out to these certain areas where you think it's not going to get crowded, but then it's like, the more people that move in from other mm-hmm. states or whatever, then it's gonna it's gonna start getting crowded. Like even at, like right now, you know, we moved to Apex last year. Like now, I'm starting to see like next to our neighborhood, mm-hmm. they're about to build like a 55 and ov- older um, community. Yeah, they got it right there on, on Leesville Road near Durham Raleigh border. There's it, like five neighborhoods. Yeah. And then like yesterday, um, we was at the pool, and like one of our neighbors was telling us that. Um, that this part that's right next to the community that is going to turn commercial like see this is not what I moved in here for like but I should have expected that if I was moving into a neighborhood that you know the houses live like real close to each other and we have an HOA you know it's not it's only going to get worse dude you can go out there towards Andrew they're putting up new development and that's Harnett County well so it's like what Uh, everybody started to move to Raleigh but now it's like everybody started to move to Cary now that's flooded. So now they move into like these other areas, Angier, Apex. It was Apex, Uquay, Holly, Holly Springs. Springs. Uquay, all that and then stuff. now it's going to start going up even up to Pittsburgh, yeah. Silo City. Yeah. Like, and we used to go to Silo City it's, when I was young. There was a camp out there. We it's like a, a never-ending. Clayton. When I was growing up, yeah. Clayton, Smithfield, those were places that, you know, they were deeply yeah. southern and still rural. Dude, you go to Clayton now. That's what we're thinking about moving to. <laughs> oh, to Clayton? Yeah, they're putting up so many new developments, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is. I mean, you might as well go ahead and get it while it's cheaper. Even that's going up. Nightdale. Yeah. Freaking yeah. um, Windale. Zebulon now. Like, these are places. 
Yeah, like, you know, back in the day Jeez, when I was, man. you know, doing the medical equipment delivery to, like, the patients' mm-hmm. homes and stuff like that. Like, back in, like, the early 2000s, just going to, like, these people's houses and, like, you know, in these rural comp- in these rural uh, places like Zebulon, Wendell, mm-hmm. Clayton and all that. Like, it, you didn't see that back then. Like, it's just crazy to see how much it's, it's grown. It's sad, man. The growth is good, but you got to think. I, I won't, I can't tell you how many people, there's, I'd. There's one girl told me that, yeah, we, we love our, our house, and she was just talking about the area, and I was like, man, she's really gushing about this place, so I'm going to ask her where she's from. That's just what, that's like, how it ask her where she's from originally, or like... Yeah, she... I said, so where are you from? She's like, oh, I'm from Clayton. Like, originally? So that's what I said. I said, no, where are you really from? Oh, um, I'm from the Midwest. She didn't want to say where. She's like, I'm from the Midwest, but, you know, we live in Clayton. I, I said, oh, because yeah. you said you were from Clayton. She's like, yeah, we just say that now to, to sort of fit in. Yeah. So, Just to fit in. Well, a lot of people are doing that now uh. because I think when they came down here, probably people like me and other people that yeah, were from yeah, here, yeah. like, no, nah, you ain't. Where are you from? You ain't from here. Yeah. And I think they try. They've tried to adapt. There's another guy who came here. He was like, uh, "Man, it, it's really hot in Rayleigh." He said, "Rayleigh," and I was like, <laughs> "I said, I'm sorry. Like, where are y'all coming from?" He's like, "No, nah, we're we're from we're from here." I was like, "Like, no, where did you? Where were you born, raised?" And then he looked at his wife, and they're like, "Yeah, we're, we're from here." Like, yeah, it's like now, you know, some people might ask me, like, you know, where am I from? Mm-hmm. But it's like now that I've lived here for like twenty plus years, it's like, are they asking me like where I live at now, or like where I'm originally from? Like before, I used to be that quick, is interesting. Like before, I used to be quick and be like, "Yeah, I'm from New York or whatever." But it's like now that I've been living here for so long, it's like you know, are they asking me where, I'm, like, from as far as where I'm living at right now, or like? That's interesting because that question means something different here now. What? Where, Where you, are you from? from? Ooh. Because you that's, just that's, said that's what gonna, I just said basically in that's a different gonna be way. The, that's, that should be the title of the uh, the podcast. Of this where one? you Where you from? Where you from? Where you at? Who you with? It ain't where who you your from? people? No, 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 who no. you people? It ain't where you from. It's where you at. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say. Who you people? That's how it used to be. Who you people's is? Uh, um, so, but it's like you know, there's, I guess there's like huh. a lot of opportunity here, especially like when it comes to the RTP mm. area, and it's like it's not just within the states of people you know coming in. I feel like even outside, like as far as like dealing with the RTP, you have a lot of like Indian people that are coming in, especially yeah. like for these tech jobs. Well, they they pretty much, I think Mooresville is probably like seventy five to eighty percent Indian. Yeah. Marsville and probably some other areas. Um, you know, you you had asked me what I think it is, and I think like the fact that I mean, there's a lot of HBCUs here too, man. Yeah. There's like eleven or twelve here, and like fifteen in Alabama. So I wonder if Alabama's so, going through the same thing. Probably not, not the magnitude that we're experiencing it, but a lot of these, you know. What I mean is probably like a lot of people too that are going to college here yeah. end up liking it. And no saying. Yeah. Okay, so look, you look at all the HBCUs. That's just HB historically yeah. black colleges and universities. There's, I don't know, twelve, thirteen, something like that. Then they got all women colleges. Yeah. Then they got all women African American colleges. Then they got um, peace. They just changed that, right? Then they got private colleges. Then you got like your, obviously your Carolina, your State, Dukes, Duke. NC State, ECU, App State. Uh, you got your Bible colleges there. You have. It's just a Man, lot. This, the military. This is why I think like, like a lot of people 
enjoy like being here. And then it's like, you know, you got okay. You got <laughs> especially like if you live in Raleigh, like in a in a central part of North Carolina, like you got the beach that yeah. you can go to that's about two hours away. Yeah. And then you got the mountains that you can go to as well that's about maybe two so, or three hours away so I, i'm gonna like tell it's just everything i don't know south North carolina, carolina upstate south carolina y'all better be careful because what? they're sitting the same they're sitting the same way a couple hours to the mountains couple hours to the beach yo south carolina got mountains that little the appalachian uh, trail runs right through that little okay. sliver of I south never carolina would think that uh south carolina has mountains it does it goes south carolina how many uh, minutes are we in? 39. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to finish this part so we can get to yeah, the, yeah. Um, the Appalachian Trail goes through Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina, and then obviously West Virginia and all that. But um, yeah, those people, South Carolina, y'all better be careful because they're going to do, they got growth coming on. I'm pretty sure like it's probably started like in Charleston, of yep. course. Yep. Charleston and then Hilton Head and all them places, I yeah. think. And it's it's only gonna get once. They're trapped because Florida got full. North Carolina's full. Yeah. Now they're gonna say, well, South Carolina's looking good now. Let, let's tear South Carolina up. I don't know, man. It's like you know, you look at it like it's good to see the growth, but then it's like on the back end, like, are there any people that's are like struggling with it as far as? Um, I mean, it's going to lead into what we're about to talk about next. So, Rick, since you said that, I'm going to say this. Now there are people that have been here 15, 20 years that moved here. And now they're saying the same thing that the people that are from here have been saying. Uh-huh. People that have been here 20, 25 years like, it's growing too much. It's too much traffic. These northerners yeah, are coming cause, in. Because originally when we moved down here, you know, we liked the fact that it wasn't too crowded. Right. So y'all are saying and the same. Now, so yeah. imagine how the people that are from here feel. Yeah. Now, now I think people can kind of understand that feeling. And these people have land here that they lost that was in their family for generations. Yeah. And now, now, like, I get, especially these older people, now they're pissed. They are pissed. These older people come in, like the guy from who was from Kerry, he was talking, he's like, yeah, I'll tell you about Kerry. It was all farmland. Now, he said some choice words, but he was yeah. like, now it's just a bunch of Yankees that moved down there. And then. That sounded it, like my, my co worker talking about some Yankees. It blew my mind, though, to hear him talk like that. Because everybody you meet from Kerry, they don't sound like that. Yeah. The older people do, but shoot, once they die, I hate to say that. I don't. Uh... Them people, them people in care. All these people now, these youngins that are growing, coming yeah, up out like, of Cary, like, going to sound like they're from New York. Yeah, it's like when I see Cary and the people that are in Cary, like I don't think I've seen like any older generation. Cary folks. All them people got pushed out. They moved out. All right, let's go ahead. Let's jump into it. What you thinking? <laughs> what you ahead, thinking there, ahead, cool? What you thinking, fool? We're going to get in now. All right, so what we wanted to talk about was? I mean, we're going to talk about gentrification. Okay, can we get is, a, a, a definition of Which is that? a good uh, transition from what we spoke, we was speaking out just now. I like how we, we kind of prefaced. So the first half of the pot of this episode, we just did like our local like colloquialisms we talked like colloquialism regular conversation Uh and just words that locals will use we talked in that manner with that tempo about 
the transition that's going on here. And now we're going to dig into gentrification. Which is like, I feel like it's going deeper into the whole movement as far as the, you know, northerners and, you know, outsiders moving into. Our home. Yeah. I said our home. Yeah. You feel good about that. That's so gentrification, and see what what gentrification does. That's why I, I said we're not going to be able to deal with everything at once. Yeah. All gentrification does is bring attention to these, to this Jim Crow and to these uh, racist policies and procedures and and these regulations that were put up back in the day. Yeah. And it's so expressed now. It's so expressive now with the people moving there. But anyway, gentrification. The official definition of that. There of that there be no the buying and renovation of houses and stores in deteriorated urban neighborhoods by upper or middle income families or individuals raising property values but often displacing low income families and small businesses. That sums up <laughs> pretty much what it is. Then the second part of that is the process of conforming to an upper or middle class lifestyle or of making a product activity etc. appealing to those with more affluent tastes. Which has cultural implications as well. All right, so let me ask you this. When you started to go downtown and started to see, <laughs> like, these houses that look, like, right. just randomly, like, just out of place. Like, you know, the, the modern, boxy-looking town like, yeah. houses. But, like, next to it, you see, like, this older 1920s, 30s built-type houses. Of fifth. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you think when you saw that at first? And when was the first time you probably seen it? Maybe about eight years ago, eight to ten oh, years ago, when I first, like, it kind of caught my eye. And then once I started paying attention to it, you want me to be honest or are we going to be political? This is be our, this is our I mean, podcast, I, I mean, right? We can do when that. I, when I first saw it, I was like, dang, this thing looks like it's out of place, but it looks nice. Like, like I wasn't thinking about the effects it had on the people that were living there already as far as the neighborhood. I was just more looking at it like, I don't know, I... I like the way the architecture of it looked. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, shoot, I was wanting a house like that where it's kind of like modern looking and, you know, that look. Um, but it's like, you know, then it made me think, like, why would somebody want to build a house in, like, in a, run, a run-down community mm-hmm. like that? Um, I mean, this is probably what... It was probably, like, maybe a few years ago was when I started to notice it. Like, maybe... Four years ago, maybe when I first started seeing it. Mm-hmm. But then it's like also too, I started to see it in, in, in New York, in Brooklyn, when you know I was going back to visit. So I think there's hot spots throughout the, the country yeah. that's like that. I I think for me, it obviously stuck out. I was like, well, man, I don't know. Kind of like the same the same sentiment. Like it's nice. I'd like one, but yeah. not not quite yet. Not in this neighborhood, yeah. just because you know. But then now I'm seeing it, and it's. Yeah, now you see like the literally, e- the literally, dude. Yeah, you can be on can like Bloodworth Street now, and you can be on Bloodworth Street. Well, yeah, you see that video in where they um I don't know, you sent me the link, but it was a video of how um you know they took a camera and they were driving on Bloodworth Street, but and then showing the houses. So then it was kind of like panning to the left. So then you'll see like the older house, and yeah. then you see like the the big. I didn't uh, watch the video. Oh, I'm going to now yeah, that you said yeah, yeah, yeah. it, but. I just remember that from uh, just being down there. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. On one side of the street, you see, I'm just going to say it, like white, rich, or middle-class people 
pushing a baby in the baby stroller with the dog, and then on the other yeah, end, yeah, yeah. on the other end, it's just like you see older black people sitting on the porch or outside hanging their clothes. It was, it was like I was trapped in. It was paradoxical. <laughs> I was just trapped in some sort of weird time box. And I mean, at the same, it's pretty cool to see something like that, like the the integration. But like, are they really integrating? Like, are they really like? You just call that the right. It's the time and the when you call it because they will get pushed out. Yeah. That whole section is gonna. They're no, gonna I'm saying like, like, like you know, the, the the white couple pushing a baby, whatever. Like, you know, even though you move into that community, like, are you gay engaging with the people that were there before? Or that are there now? Because if you notice, the first thing they'll do when they put these new properties up and they move in is they put their fences up. Yeah, but I think um, putting a fence up, you know, especially like if you have kids, you want to be able. I get it. But I know like some houses, they might have the divider between, you know, their new house. I get it. But you got to think like I think all that stuff speaks to the fact that. You live in a neighborhood, like, like, let's say this is a neighborhood, we're out in the open, we're neighbors, and then you slowly start to see it change. And then now you see these divides, it speaks more, it, it, I think it, it speaks more subconsciously. They might have every intention to just, because I would do that, like, you know, I'm going to put my fence up, I got kids, or yeah. I want to make sure you know where your property is yeah, for yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas before it was a southern, yeah. like, sense of community. These are African-American people who... This, but I see, like, one couple... You know, in the article that you sent me where they intentionally put a swing on their front porch. So then that way, you know, that'll give them the ability or like, you know, where people can feel comfortable where they can like talk to other people that will like pass by on, on the sidewalk or whatever. So as far as people that, that are already smart. within the community. So that's smart. So like think that they're thinking already ahead. They know by putting that swing up is going to make them look more. Uh, accommodating and yeah. approachable because they know the mindset yeah. both ways. So why wouldn't somebody put a fence up knowing the mindset? Yeah. You know what I mean? So they know they're going to be looked at as outsiders. Yeah, yeah. And they know oh, like definitely. we're the only white people here within three mile radius. Yeah. We know our house is the nicest one here. We're surrounded by minorities. We don't want to look like, like we're we're here to, to tear the place apart. So Like what is the and, intention of moving into these neighborhoods like is it really trying to like well i know a lot of them be they want to be closer to the city be, be in the city you know the center of the city like they want to be able to walk to a lot of places or i don't know just be closer to the city so i'm going to sprinkle in some little facts that i've pulled up to uh, about Robert. from the article or just uh, just different research so um since we're talking about downtown, John Chavis Memorial Park was established in 1937 near Shaw University. That was designated as the separate but equal counterpart to Pullen Park. Hmm. I didn't know that. So Pullen Park was the white park, basically. What? The Chavis Park was the African-American minority park. So When was this again? 1937, hmm. which had been established. So you have Pullen Park, and now you see how these places grow. Yeah. <clears throat> um John Chavis Memorial Park was constructed uh, under the Works Progress Administration and was one of several segregated recreational facilities built in North Carolina with federal funding. So what does that tell you? The government was complicit with segregation. So the government said, we know it's segregation, we're gonna, so we're going to build your own park. So, That's crazy. Ain't that crazy? 
um, that demonstrates the government. The park was listed. So now I think what now I think what's going on in Raleigh is they're trying to hurry up and register a lot of these historic places in um, the National Register of Historic Places. So, so like what Chavis do you mean, like park. as far as like keeping them? So alive, they can't knock them so down and build. Down, yeah. So that way we know our history. Yeah. Which, how much history have we lost already? Yeah. So I, I just wanted to I just wanted to put that in there why why you you were mentioning that I think because it's cheaper to build there it's cheaper to build there property value well low. because I guess you know why the, do people move the, to North the, Carolina the houses that they build are like a half a million so I guess if the land is cheaper in downtown in those rundown areas mm-hmm. neighborhoods then I guess I don't know. It's just cheaper to build and put your stuff up there, and, and you save money by doing that. So if everybody starts to do that, it raises the property tax. Yeah, the property tax, and then of course the people, the people that are originally there, they they're not gonna be able to afford it, and then that's how they get pushed, they get pushed out, out or end up moving in like with other family members and another. You see? Yeah, yeah. I read that, yeah. yeah. So, but then, is it wrong for people to move here? I think it's not. There's nothing wrong with people to move here, but it is wrong for people to move here and expect the culture and everything to sort of placate to you and where you're from. That's not what it is, but that is sort of what happens. When but you I mean, I mean, people out. but, but it's good to also integrate and be able to, um, exchange cultures or, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's the problem. I, I think it started way back in the day. It wasn't okay to integrate back then. Yeah. So then when you say this is yours, this is ours, okay, let's keep it that way. And now you're you're taking what you, you know what I mean? Now it's like an infiltration. I'm not saying that's the case, but I think that's what the sentiment is. I mean, because the original developer, of when he started to build the houses downtown, I mean, in the article it said that, you know, he intentionally wanted to to build down there just so his kids can be able to, um, you know, integrate with the black kids downtown. Mm, I didn't read that part. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, people, and it's like a different double, people have different intentions, and it's a double. Not and now it's like a. It's like a double stab here. Because, because, cause, yeah, he was saying something about he just didn't want to like have his kids grow up in a neighborhood where it was just strictly white. white. Like he actually wanted his kids to like grow up where, you know, you see other cultures or other, you know, people that are not the same. So that's why it's a double, it's a double handed smack here too. Yeah. Cause these people aren't just coming from other parts of North Carolina. They're coming from other States. Other States and they're or, more other, or other countries. Or other countries. So it's like, a, it's like three or four things going on at once. And then, yeah. So why do people take this gentrification? Like, it is a personal deal because what if you had family land in your family for generations? And I'm talking about these are not most cases, but these are some of the but cases. But it seems like, you know, when we speak about gentrification, it's mainly talking about uh, the gentrification that's going on within the city limits. Like, I don't hear really gentrification that's going on outside of the city limits. Is there such thing as gentrification outside the city limits? Well, I think the whole premise Like of, when they start buying the farms, like, you know... Uh, that that in itself is like, gentrification, like though. Like, where I live at now, like, next door, you know, there was a, 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 a barn, and then there was a house there. Like, it was, you know, original people that, you know, lived that lived there, and, and, um, and now they tore down that barn. And, like, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed, like, I felt like that was, like, the last piece of seeing... 
like a countryside of you know of apex where you're at, yeah. yeah where i'm at right now and then it's like you know to see that they tore that down and now they're gonna you know build a 55 and older community yeah, so it's kind of like like is that considered gentrification? I would say gentrification? so. No, what if that that was somebody's land and somebody's family? Yeah, yeah. So they either got bought out, yeah, or probably they got, got bought out, yeah. and got pushed out, and so that is the very antithesis of. People. But it's like you know, but but is there going to be a difference between you know that person in Apex that lived on a farm or had you know between a person that's downtown that. Now it is absolutely. Like, does it go back to the whole black and white thing again? I think it does to some degree. Man, you can like, just do like, are they it. You offering, can test it yourself. Like, are they offering, um, you know, a lot of money to these people like that are downtown? I don't. I think for after their land and you know for the. I don't think home. it's enough. I think half the people took the money. They're like, oh hell yeah, I'll take it. And I think the other half, they're like, no, I need to hold on to it for as long as I can until what? What do you do when you're the only piece of land and there's. 500 buildings around you and you're the only piece of land you ain't got no choice after a while you're gonna have to you're gonna get pushed out one way or the other yeah, yeah. the best way you can do that is and, and it's either gonna be pushed out through i don't know uh i mean eventually you're, you're gonna, gonna be, get bought you're, out you're probably gonna get pushed out with you're the, pro- gonna with get the property taxes out. yeah you're gonna get bought you're not gonna out be able to afford it so the then you end up losing value. the value of the property is gonna then go the house is probably already paid for a lot property of property tax just went up here they just said that you for Wake County? Yes. $2,000, I think. It went up 2000 No, I think it's like $2,000 uh. is what people was having to pay. Um, you can do your own study. You can compare somebody from Apex who's in their late 30s, early 40s, who grew up here, and then talk to somebody in their 20s from Apex. Oh, there's going to be a huge difference. There's going to be a... Or Holly Springs, all these places. Yeah. That, you know, another place is uh, really growing, too, uh, Durham. Man, I remember back in the day. Oof. Well, going into some of these neighborhoods. But oof. even even they've held on. They've held on to their culture a little bit better than Raleigh had. Because yeah. Durham is still respected like, like as still a, keeping a like black the whole, city. The whole tobacco mm-hmm. thing, like, still going strong. Like, even got a trail, the tobacco uh, trail or whatever. But now, now they got these these groups and and legislation and all this. These these people that come together. How can we preserve Durham? And then you hear them talk. I moved here in 2005, and it's like you're not preserving Durham. I'm glad you want to preserve Durham, but those people ain't even from Durham. And then they have these these city meetings, and these people out there are asking their question, and they're all say, we're all saying the same thing. Like we're from here, we just you know don't sell the whole place out, yeah. which they did. It's it's too late. It is. But on, to- too on late. top of uh, you know the whole housing thing like you're also getting like these new uh bars supermarkets breweries like it's almost like the the hipster lifestyle like remember seeing like the hipsters for the first time coming in oh yeah 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 Yeah, did you listen to the to the to the audio where yeah. they talk where the guy was talking about Asheville and they're like they're on their last uh, last commu- downtown downtown building. community as far as that's African. Yep. So that's done. There's no way you might could hold on to that, but it's just it's just gonna be like a museum or something yeah. like that. They're not that that place is they're they're done. Here's a fun fact. Um, what's your name? You know Shirley from Good Times. Uh, I'm not sure. With the Afro. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. She's from Asheville. She's from she's from Asheville, so. Oh, I didn't know that. Not that. that. So, okay. Let me go through just some more little basics. So, basically, back in, sheesh, I don't want to go through. It's a lot of, like, little details that maybe we'll just deal with next time. But So, basically, back in the day, they put up these... Uh, zones. Yeah, these zones and these policies so that it was it was basically made so only white people could get approved for these loans to buy a house. Yeah. And now people will say, well, we're not prejudiced now. We're just moving in. Okay, that that's fair. But if you look at how that played out, so what that did is these these the the ability to, to get approved for these very generous loans allowed these people to buy housing, which allowed them to generate wealth to send their kids to college, that they get their education, and it it kind of it kind of gave them that type of influence and that type of wealth. Whereas yeah. Like it extended the yeah. wealth through, yeah. through um, the next generation. Yep. And, you know, minorities and African American, you know, I try to use that word interchangeably, but um, they didn't quite get that opportunity, yeah. obviously, because of redlining. Jeez, um, man. I don't know. I think they just made it illegal like in 1968 to be able to do stuff like that. So you got, that's a whole generation of people that benefited from that. That I mean, it, it carried over. Yeah, it carried like, over with, with all the with all the equity built up in their homes. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, so now, okay, here was one thing that I caught that I thought was interesting. So with the gentrification, like down, let's just say Bloodworth Street, you got these people moving in, and you got the people from there. Now they said they started noticing a spike in police calls, saying, "Hey, this person's just hanging out." Or, or I hey, feel, I felt like I read something where it said the. Uh, <laughs> That it's plummeted as far as like crime. Well, cr- at least crime. Crime is plummeted, but yeah, yeah. the type now you, what I'm saying is like now they're getting calls saying, hey, my next door neighbor's music is too loud. Yeah. And hey, there's, you know, there's people hanging out here. They're on their front porch. I don't know. They're up to no good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the businesses around that area, let's say it used to be a tobacco shop or just a quick quick pick Texaco or whatever now they're catering and it's changing what that store offers so these little things start to add up after a while and and before you know it you look around you're like I don't belong here yeah and then you're gonna have two different types of people what are you talking about as far as the people that originally were living there yeah okay yeah and then you know eventually they get pushed out yeah so I I read I read in the article as well that was interesting was how you know, you have the white people moving into downtown, into these, you know, certain areas. Mm-hmm. But then now you have, like, you know, black African-American people or minorities moving into the suburban areas. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, it's kind of flip-flop. interesting how, yeah, how it's flip-flopped. But then, there's a section, like, on Rock Coral Road, if you keep going out and keep going out a little bit, then you make this left. I'm going to find out where where it is. It's a huge just neighborhood, man. I don't think I've seen a neighborhood this big, not in terms of the housing, but just expansion. Uh-huh. It looked like they took like seven different neighborhoods and put it into one. But it is a mixed bag. When I tell you, it looks like some parts of that neighborhood is like, okay, I could live here. And then other parts look like, hell no, they threw, they just threw a damn bag of dope out the window and they running from the park. <laughs> like, I don't, it, I've never, or maybe I've seen it, I just ain't paid this much attention to it, but... 
I'm gonna, we're going to have to take a trip there. I need you to see this because it is really odd to me. It's like suburbs mixed with the hood, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just... That's interesting. Yeah, I was there with Eugene. And then, you don't know, that I, I work with Eugene. And he's from he's from Fayetteville. And he was like, well, brother, oh. I don't know what to tell you, but this is looking kind of weird. And I was like, dude, it, I've never seen anything like that. So let me ask you, uh, speaking of Fayetteville, are you seeing any gentrification going on over there or any growth? You can't. I mean, it wouldn't be the same. It, it's like apples and oranges, though, because it's more military influence. Okay. Um, you probably are, but, you know, the focus ain't on Fayetteville with that. It's military. So with the military, they're going to bring you people from everywhere, the deep south, other parts of the south, the north, Alaska. So, I mean, it, it, it keeps its... It keeps its pace. It's, it has grown, though. It definitely has grown. It just, by and large, North Carolina has grown. Yeah. So yeah, of, of course, there's been there's been some changes, and um, I always just listen to how people talk, man. And once I I started being called out for having an accent, like you got an accent, where are you like, that's I mean, what you I definitely knew. have an I don't accent. Think so. We got to do a part two to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, part two, and we'll have somebody else um, chime in. Chime in. We on need, it, yeah. we need one of each. We need somebody that's from from North Carolina. We need somebody who transplanted here. Yeah. Not you, not me. We need. Well, I mean, it's good that both of us actually like you're from this from North Carolina, and then me, I transplanted. Yeah. So now we need a. We see, need like find, outside of being. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but. Just real quick, you were saying something about what? What was it, though? About how it was flip-flopping? It was something just now, though, before my beautiful wife called. <laughs> uh, my Bohemian Rhapsody called. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you really thought that was funny, huh? Yo, I did. <laughs> yo, speaking of like the way you're laughing right now, guess what me and my wife watched last night? What? Joker. Yo, yeah, that's good. That With movie, the Joaquin Phoenix? Yes. Movie? Yeah, dude. Like a lot of people Why said, take you so like, long I don't know. Did we talk about that one? Yeah, I don't know. You know, a lot of people said it wasn't that good because it wasn't like really action packed like you would get from like a regular Batman movie or whatever. But like, man, that movie artistic, is like intense. Yeah. And then Joaquin, yo, he killed that. Yeah, role. man. He, he's probably that, one of my favorite actors. And I'm that ending, oh, that was a good movie, man. It was it was dramatic in that it, it just pulled it internally out. I, well, we can review some movies. Yeah, like, that movie is good. Like, if you haven't seen Joker, the one with Joaquin Phoenix, like, you got to see that movie. It might be, you might, it might feel like it's a little slow, but like, it's good. Just, just the way it leads up to like the ending, it, like, it's dope though. It's really yeah. good. So, um, well, that, that's our entertainment portion of it. But oh, I know what I was saying. I said now, nah, I once I started to get to that point where people started telling me I had an accent and. That's when I start. I started realizing like I don't. I feel out of place. Yeah. Cause I don't feel like I do certain words. Yes, but I can definitely clean it up and talk like this if I need to. But you know, just me flip flopping yeah, back and service, forth. Customer uh, service, yeah. Voice. White, white, you know they call it a white person voice. Yeah, my, 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 my coworker be doing that, man. She like. She be yeah. like, hell no, ain't nobody. Yes, ma'am, how can I help you? <laughs> uh, our services extend from Raleigh, Wake County, uh, through uh, the other 30, <laughs> 34 contiguous counties in the area. Yeah, no, it just, uh, that's what that's Customer service voice, that's what I'm going to call it. When I listen to people talk, I listen to people talk now, man. That is crazy. I don't know why, it's just a default thing I do. I listen for 
what am I hearing? I don't know. I think you're always intrigued by, you know, all this stuff. Like I was, man. That's why I took North Carolina history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so interesting that all this stuff that just went down here where I stay at, I call home, and I, I have no clue. I had no clue of, like, the struggles that people had to go through or some of the fan the great things that happened there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's I think that's that the ide that ideation of how people talk and that expresses who they are and where they're from. So that might be that might be what it is too. Yeah, yeah I, I guess we're gonna have to. I knew we won't. We didn't even get through a third of everything I wanted wanted. Oh, okay, talk about. there was a lot more to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. So. All right. It's so, the ox on your booger box. And it's the opus. Making sure that you keep the focus. <laughs> um, make sure you 12. make sure you like and subscribe. Twitter. Um, what's this episode twelve? Episode, episode 12. twelve. Twitter glitter. So we got eight more till we end off the first season. I still, I, I'm still wanting us to get that, uh, that blue yeti. Yeah, we'll get it eventually. Cause imagine and, and, you and, set and, that and, bad boy here, and it's just like. And then maybe we'll have a visual too for the second season. I got a surprise. Oh. I'll send it to you. Oh, okay. It ain't ready yet. But uh, yeah, uh, be sure to like and subscribe, share. Uh, I mean, what can we do different? What can we do better? What can we leave the leave comments? You know, on the topic on hand. Yeah, man, Your our numbers thoughts. are doing pretty good though. Like they're, oh, they're? they're growing a little okay. bit. Okay. So people are listening. Yeah, you know that's just how it goes. You know, you got people lurking, just lurking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you be on Facebook, Instagram, you just be lurking, looking at people's <laughs> stuff. You know, you don't like or you know any of the stuff. You just lurking and looking. Lurking like. Yeah. Some devious person over there waiting to mash play. <laughs> it's dark. Yeah. But uh but, um, yeah. we're good, dude. Alright. Well until next time, y'all have a great weekend. I'll holler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna holler.